you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is third and six. Detroit Lions start the 2023 season in style, going to Arrowhead and coming out of there with a 21-20 win over the defending champion Chiefs, a shorthanded Chiefs team that looked shorthanded when it mattered most. And how about this? Dan Hans is here with Greg Rosenthal and Mark Sessler. Boys, the, the site of Jared Goff running out the clock, waving his arms, imploring fans who had traveled from Michigan and other areas of the Midwest to celebrate a Lions team they believe in. That is a hell of a way to start the season for the Detroit Lions. I I feel like anything is possible. This 2023 season couldn't open any better Seeing that, I mean, that's something we'll remember forever. I'll remember that week 18 finished forever. And I know that we had a whole playoff run after that, but that was the last time we saw these lines for the first time in a big spot on NBC. And they come through and they end Aaron Rodgers' Packers career. What do they do the next time on TV? They go to Kansas City and their fans show up in such big numbers that at the end of the stadium, at the end of the game, they're chanting, I will never forget that moment. And we can get to all the particulars of how it happened and the X's and O's, but I'm just saying the Lions saw us try to take away that team of around the NFL, and they said, we're not letting go of your heart. We're too good. I think, you know, Greg, like, um, 
I was thinking during this game uh, how this conversation would go based on everything you just said. But this this is sort of what I have always wanted in football, where I, I think that, you know, I've bumped at times against the inevitability of Patrick Mahomes and the Travis Kelsey Chiefs, where it's like in another world, in most worlds we lived in, like they would have marched down the field and found a way to win that. And then tonight what happened, what an emphatic start to the season kind of made me think that this year can be different because this Lions team that even 700 days ago we thought were uh, nothing but the lowest storyline in the league have become one of the most joyful storylines. So, I mean, the Chiefs, they'll bounce back, but what we saw tonight from Detroit was really a continuation of what they built last year. I think that's the most hopeful thing for a Lions fan, what they were good at last year. We saw that and more tonight. That is, we were at a Counting Crows concert, Mark Sessler, 24 hours ago, and I think you kind of um, accidentally maybe hit on a Durrett's lyric, one of the greats. Maybe this year will be better than last for the Detroit Lions. And last year was fine. Uh, Last year was a big growing season. Um, Wake-up call. Uh, I think it's a wake-up call for the Chiefs this game because it's a wake-up call that you can't rest on your laurels in any way, including your fan base who let Honolulu Blue invade Arrowhead. But beyond that, listen, they survived Tyreek Hill leaving that team. Why? Because they still had Travis Kelsey. And then Kelsey had his best season, arguably, last season. Kelsey doesn't play in this game. Hyperextended knee. You think maybe he'll get out there because he hasn't missed a game for injury since 2013. He doesn't. Mm. Chris Jones. Chris Jones isn't out there, and yet he's doing the Liam Gallagher at Oasis Unplugged 96 move, going up and sitting in the in the suites, looking down on his own group of guys, which I thought was very odd and strange. And I'm not taking anything away from the Lions because this is what's great about this Lions team. I love the way Dan Campbell coached this game. I loved how they leaned on their running game and closed out the Chiefs, who clearly looked gassed and were losing at the line of scrimmage. But even with all that, and maybe this is a little magic dust on the line season, and this is just the beginning, it was it took Kelsey out of the mix. It took Kadarius Toney having one of the worst games I've ever seen mm. a wide receiver have in prime time. Uh, if he catches that ball after they get the ball near midfield late in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs have first and 10 from the 25, and it's probably a wrap, but it didn't work out that way, and I thought the Chiefs seemed very vulnerable and the wake-up call is with if Travis Kelsey is not superhuman, who can Patrick Mahomes trust on this team? Because I didn't see it tonight. I mean, Tony, that was one of the worst games. You said it on uh, on Twitter, Dan, that a, a wide receiver, a skill position player can have five targets, one catch, a couple of massive drops, a couple of miscommunications, a, a play where probably wasn't on him, but they, they ran – uh, one of their sweeps, kind of a trick play on a second and one where he ended up losing three yards and they ended up not getting that first down. And that continued a second half of total discombobulation, really an entire game of discom- discombobulation. They, they had a couple plays at the end of the first half that got them a quick touchdown. And, and one of those could have gone differently too. But for the most part, they were out of sync. And yeah, anyone that started Tony or Sky Moore, uh, who, who didn't, 
drop passes, but he didn't make tough catches, and Mahomes missed him a couple times. Anyone who started them in their fantasy league, like, good luck. I think this Lions team, we we – we know who they are, but they're a different team. The combination of their pass rush with Hutchinson, who was there, and their secondary making Mahomes hold the ball is different. But part of that, as you mentioned, Dan, is the receiver group for Kansas City. And to me, they're a little different too. You know, they lose Juju Smith-Schuster, who's a good player, and they're different at their tackle positions. And their tackles weren't good tonight uh, <clears throat> for the most part. It was half of the, the, the conversation during the game. So I'm not worried about them long-term, like Nick Wesseling is texting us that he, they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, but I think they are a different team, and those differences showed up tonight. I think Kansas City will I, – I, this is like – this will be the week of overreaction um, to everything we saw tonight. Fair enough. Let that week progress, but th- I trust them to figure the situation out to some degree. But yeah, if you don't have Kelsey, they were a completely humanized operation. The one thing that surprised me a little bit, like I think at halftime, Mahomes had, and I, again, I think if he's going to grow in one way, like his mobility continues to be a problem for defenses. And I think at half, he had like 27 yards rushing, but no one else on the team had more than 10. And I thought with their interior line, this Chiefs team would be able to run the ball. And we've seen, um, the de- you're right, Greg, that the Detroit defense in the secondary with Gardner-Johnson and the rest of them, the pick six, like they, they did, those elements were not part of their team a year ago. And they were in these shootouts where what, they, what we saw tonight was a team that for the first time in a while kind of controlled the Chiefs, confused them. They had that one drive before halftime where Mahomes had three 25-plus yard completions. But outside of that spurt, they just couldn't really get on track. They just looked like they didn't have the personnel tonight to deal with Detroit's defense, which is not really what I thought going into this game would be the storyline. Yes, he, he Mahomes had to run because um, he didn't have a choice. So I, I it was it's a great point, Mark uh, Daniel Jeremiah, original six runs for forty five yards by Patrick Mahomes in this game. But I thought multiple times it was kind of because they didn't. It couldn't do anything else. There was actually one specific play in the middle of the third quarter where they did go on for, a, I think it was a field goal drive, where in most situations, I swear in a third quarter of a game, Mahomes would have gone down. But he, instead, he stayed up to try to get that first down running. He ended up taking a big hit, and it was because he was their whole running game. That was the difference. Like Neither team could really run the ball for most of the game, but at the end, the Lions ended up mashing them. They pass-protected well, and they ran well at the end, and at no point did the Chiefs ever run the ball. Yeah, Mahomes leading the team in rushing. That shouldn't happen. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco averaged less than three yards a carry. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire continues to be a non-factor for the most part. But let's give it up for the Lions because I liked what I saw. Um, for, and I know, like, for instance, fantasy managers, especially the first game of the year, but he just freaks out about stuff. Like Jameer Gibbs, people are annoyed. He only got seven carries in this game. Uh, but I liked w- what it looked like. I liked that Ooh. David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, one-two punch. And s- things I'll take out of this game is I'm not. I don't see the Lions as now a, a game-wrecking force who's going to roll through the league because I really do think this was a minimalized Chiefs team because of the injuries. And I, I should have gotten out of the lock I, oh. I, I, when I made the lock. Nice, nice job by you bringing that up. Uh, we did. Wow, it's, it was a tough night for the old Zeuser. Couple of things. When I made that lock, <laughs> I honestly thought Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey were going to play. Sure. I just, I just figured, or at least. <laughs> Why did you think Chris Jones was playing? Travis Kelsey, I'll totally give you. Everyone thought he was playing. I mean, well, I, Bosa, Bosa, these holdouts, playing. 
these holdouts, you know, there was reports right before the game. It doesn't matter. But, like, oh, he he might even play in this game if they could get something. Nothing gets done. And he's Liam Gallagher in the suite. Um, <laughs> but, like, the one thing that I, I think will hold for the Lions, and they'll continue to win games because of it, is what we saw and what we talked about all through the end of last year uh, leading into this game. That offensive line is going to wear teams down. They are going to run the ball well. And Jared Goff who has had an incredible kind of NFL journey where he came in as the number one overall pick. He was down bad. And then he was up real good. And then he was down bad and cast off to Detroit. Now he's up again. He's going to have another big year. I think, I think he's, Mm. this offense is going to eat with Ben Johnson. So yeah, I, there's a lot of reasons to be excited as a Lions fan. Did they get away with one a little bit in some ways tonight? Did they get some breaks? Yes, absolutely. But they made the most of them. So good for them. There was a moment where I got concerned for the Lions because it's like, I think mentally, if you're a fan or if you're anyone that's observed tape or watched the Chiefs, it's like, you're just, if you give Patrick Mahomes even, you know, a minute and a half to operate, you're sort, there's an assumption by many that he's just going to go down the field and score the touchdown. And it was, I think it was about like 2.30 left in the game. It was 21-20 and they... Lions got in this situation where it was like a big like third down call and they go they try to throw the ball where it's like this Lions team their line just gets stronger and stronger as the as this as the game goes on which is why I think they have the basic like infrastructure to win 12 games I really do and I I just think in that they I hope they learn from that their run their ground game is going to be the story of their season i really do i think like david montgomery i was never really excited about that signing we'll see what happens but gibbs to me like from what from what we saw of him i think he's going to be a massive problematic entry for the rest of that division the rest of the nfc i just love the way they're built and i think the reason that you're going to see Goff have like another season like why last year wasn't a mirage is because he's protected well they've got a great system around him a good ground game guys like josh reynolds making big plays Amon Ross St. Brown, and at some point you get Jamison Williams. It's like, it is a huge arrow up because of what they went, went and did tonight. It's like, it, this is what the Lions were built to do, and they went and did it successfully against the Super Bowl champions. I don't know how you start the season on a brighter note. Right. I mean, they didn't get a good game from Goff. They didn't get a bad game from Goff. They got a normal game from Goff. He had some frustrating moments, and that fourth down that you mentioned, you're right. As someone who was you know, rooting for the Lions here, I was – Dying, watching Jared Goff step in the pocket, which he did a couple times nicely in the night, and 25 of the starting quarterbacks in the league just go run for that first down. There's no one in front of him. It's just not in his... That's the big, yeah, drawback of his game. It's not in his MO, and it it got knocked down, and he made a few really nice throws. He had a few misses. It it all sort of balanced out. They protected him well. Like, he, he did his thing, but he doesn't need to be the starring guy. He's now got Gibbs, who you guys are right. I mean, his burst was just crazy. Laporta showed up, their rookie. Branch is a rookie, gets the pick six. I like that defensive rookie of the year pick right off the bat. It, it turns out when he left, it, it was just with cramps, so it sounds like he's okay. It's just they're, they're a deeper team, and Campbell's going to do some things that you don't know what's going on. He calls a fake punt inside his own 20, five minutes into the game. He gets it. It leads to seven points. But then later in the game, they punt on a pretty clear go for it situation on fourth and three at the 40. And I think he was thinking in that situation, and I understood it, that his defense was playing so well, which they did for most of the game. He was really trusting his defense there to go pin Mahomes 
down. Uh, and that happened to be the one drive in the second half where the Chiefs looked like the Chiefs, and they, and they made him look bad. And so that decision didn't work out. But for the most part, I love that he stayed aggressive. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the coaching decisions because I think obviously um, the one that was always, you know, it's the tone setter, as they say, all that. Um, fourth and short, like you said, inside their 20, they call the fake punt. It works. And even better, they then turn that into an 80-yard touchdown drive. And that uh, got – I think that set the tone for the game in, in, a, in a really positive way for Detroit. Even though Kansas City then kind of took control of the game, it seemed, they scored the next two touchdowns. And I thought Campbell made a bad mistake, actually, near the end of the half um, when they had the Chiefs fourth and about two right around midfield, uh, and there was a holding call. And instead mm -hmm. of keeping it fourth and two, uh, they elect to take the penalty, Detroit. They back up Mahomes to third and, I believe, 15 or so. And then that began the Mahomes ding, ding, ding touchdown uh, that put the Chiefs in control. And then the last one that jumped out to me, well, the Greg, uh, Mark, you already brought it up. I, I was really surprised with 2.30 to play on that fourth down that you don't run the ball down the throat of the Chiefs because I thought the game was over there. If they run the ball, they pass incomplete. But maybe it wouldn't have mattered because maybe, like I'm saying, the, the running game of the Lions would have ended it either way. But I am not down with Andy Reid Fourth and twenty-five, deep in his own end, down twenty-one twenty. Deciding Come on. on a, a day. day. No, no, no. There's no. There's, there's living a little, Greg, and there's being completely just a suicide mission. <laughs> when you have an offense that is completely sputtered out, and you don't have anybody to trust, if you're Patrick Mahomes, it's not fourth and ten or fourth and fifteen or even fourth and twenty. There's another penalty. It's fourth and twenty-five. That was a suicide mission. And as soon as that's an incomplete pass, you don't even give your defense a chance because they're in field goal range. And the letdown to me was obvious. They had, it was over at that point. I did not have a problem with fourth and twenty because just How about fourth because and twenty-five. Should, no, fourth and twenty-five got a little extra, no doubt about it. And I think we, you know we texted about that a bit. But fourth and twenty, when you've got Patrick Mahomes, and there had been a number of big bigger passing plays by Mahomes in this game where it's like everything about them tells me you don't give the ball back. If you're Patrick Mahomes, you go for it. Fourth and 25. I'm with you that it got, it got perilous at that point. And there's a sense of desperation, which you don't really get from the chiefs that often. I think they realized they were in, it was sort of their last gasp and it was um, yeah, maybe you punt the ball away, but I mean, with the way that the lions were running the ball at that point and chewing up the clock, like that first, when they went for, the fake punt that drive was what eight plus minutes. Cause I was in, I was in my world. We're like, Whoa, this game, it's like, it's like five fifty-five on the West coast. And we're done <laughs> with like, we're like midway through the second quarter. It's like, I know that we'll get to a point where like the third quarter's an hour and 47 minutes long for some reason. <laughs> it always evens games. out. It always evens but out. It, it does, but it's like they, but their, their ability to kind of like take, keep the ball out of Kansas city's hands, I think might've led to that decision where it's like, We've got to hope that Mahomes does this, but I'm with you that fourth and 25 got a little bit bizarre. Yeah, I, I don't have any, because of what you said, they, they probably aren't going to stop me either way, and they didn't. They knew the run was coming. They and did stop them on the previous drive, Greg. It should be said. Not on a three and out, though. They needed a th they got three and out. They got him on fourth and out. They got him on fourth down. They got him off the field. Uh, just, maybe not three and out, but you're right. They got the stop they needed. It's fair. They saying, only you, gave up you, first you down, punt it back, one first down. You put down. them back in their side of the field. You put 10 in the box, and you get stop and give Mahomes a real chance. It's it's kind of beside the point, though. I, I, I don't want to get dwell on it because I think at that point, the Chiefs had had their best chance. And not to bring it back to Tony too much longer, but it's crazy. <laughs> Tony had a drop right in his hand. That, that was the, the pick six that changed the game. And then 
that final pass when they got the ball back after the fourth down stop. He is wide open. That's why yeah, that's why game. you go for it because you you had you found a way to get one guy open one play and you think maybe you can do it one more play. But there wasn't many of those plays either. There weren't many plays that they missed. You know what I no. mean? Like they they were they were fighting uphill and uh, someone's got to take Dan's ire here and it makes sense and Chiefs fans ire. It makes sense for it to be. Uh, Kadarius Tony, that was a, yeah, it was a, bad. Was it brutal, was bad. <laughs> that was brutal was bad. because I think you know you you didn't just lose the lock to start the season. I think you are the first person to ever lose a prop on <laughs> kickoff. You said the Lions wouldn't be in sole possession of first place. They're one to know, baby. Listen, you gotta live wild. There's a lot of ball game ahead of me, and um, I'm I'm a I'm the all time leader in the locks challenge or in the. Uh, Oh, go get my lunch challenge for a reason. He had this I'm not ready. Gonna, this is I'm not going to let this bother speech. me. It's annoying. Um, I, it's, it is also, though, what I love about sports because the 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 fact that everything – I felt like five different things had to line up for the Chiefs to lose their home opener here, and they all did, and then credit the Lions for taking advantage of it. Really yeah. a good way to start the season. Not from me, uh, but whatever. It's early enough in the year where I could I could handle this, and uh, and I'll move forward with my life. Um, <laughs> but like, that was a good game. Like that, there's been some slogs, um, in the Thursday night opener. There's been some sloppy games. That was pretty crisply played and uh, a nice, like back and forth game. It's a good way to start the season. Can I like one thing that bugs me? And I know that like, if you're PFF and, um, like they look at interceptions differently, but like that interception by Mahomes, by Mahomes, which wasn't by him, like, why is that called an interception? Mm. Why isn't there like a secondary stat that's like not quarterback related? Like, thank you, Kadarius Tony, but it's like a Patrick Mahomes interception. But it's like, what's oh, happening here? That's a great call. What if it's Kadarius Tony that has an interception? <laughs> like well, this. or at least something where it's like the turnover transfer. It's like an error in baseball almost. <laughs> it's like, how do we correctly, you know, attribute who? Well, who that's made what the an, I guess here? that's that's what they'll say. Like PFF and the like will say that's what we're for. They do, but then he, if that's we not mention be, that, we seem like giant nerds. So like, but I, like that's I'd a positive be, graded throw by yeah. Mahomes, who put it right on the money, and his receiver gacked. And it, to be fair to Tony, by the way, the previous game they played was the <laughs> Super Bowl, and he was a badass, and he made big plays, including the huge punt return that basically set them up for glory. So I hope I hope he, he bounces back, but that's going to be. I don't know what the media how and the fans seem to be overall. A, a more kind lot than maybe where I grew up or where we grew up in the Northeast. Uh, but Tony, I would imagine will get ro roasted in this game. That, that's a tough spotlight, tough spotlight. It is. And, and they are, uh, they're nicer there, but it shows maybe, maybe training camp does matter because he was injured the whole time. He basically didn't practice at all for five or six weeks. And they, they kind of forced him out there because they need as many weapons as they can. There is something awkward about, having seven, you know, receiver one B's or whatever they are, or three B's. I mean, but you get Kelsey back most likely next week, according to the NBC broadcast, and you get Chris Jones back at, at some point, and it, it will feel a little different. But the rest of the NFC North, like, they're all going to have to play the Chiefs too, and we'll see if any one of them beats them. That That's one game up Anybody that else? the Lions probably get. Anybody else get a little burned out on the NBC cover of Jawan Taylor's deep sets and early moves? <laughs> <laughs> that was like it was a fair point, but I felt like it was the only thing that we were like getting yes. in depth. I, the only thing that I liked less 
was the completely wasted, wired up Hutchinson family. <laughs> Just no pop, no heat, nothing worth. You don't you, you don't need to go to them if, if, if it's not singing. No, no more than once. Is it weird that to have the dad call the son Hutch? I don't know. What a game, though. Aiden Hutchinson, what a game. I mean, uh, he He's was good. one of the best players on the field. We, we, He's very we good. We should note that was a, a great job. I, I do want to point out just one last point of order before, you know, if we're, if we're wrapping up here. Because, uh, you know, this team, the Lions team, they stole our heart last year. They, they had our heart. And I've been saying all offseason, you know, why not run it back? Right off the top, I, I said that. And at first, how I remember it, you guys were like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe it was that night they won the game. That was probably it. We were all in uh, our, our fields. And then quickly, you guys just stopped it cold as a, as a possibility. Randy, I don't know if you got the song back there right now, but I don't think it's ever too late to change our minds and open our hearts back up to the Detroit Lions as the team of the Around the NFL podcast. This isn't sanctioned by anyone. We're playing this just for old good times. Come on, bring them back, Danny. Bring them back. This is the... Sometimes, Greg... How do I put this? I'm annoying? I love you. But sometimes a lighter touch would be more effective. And I feel like you're, you're coming so hard. It's like the guy that likes the girl... But like he's being so aggressively forward about it that he's almost smothering her and it's it's making her push him away, mm. even though he's a good guy and maybe a catch. Mm. Yeah, I love I, mean, I love those lines last year. You know, I team uh, I, in a lot of ways, Greggy, I was on the I was on the bandwagon first covering him on, on Hard Knocks with absolutely, Colleen. Absolutely. And I I I'm open to it. You know what I'd like to see? Let's see what happens against the Seahawks next week. I'm open to it. I'm not shutting it down, Greg. OK. That's all I ask. I'm open. Yeah, to like, Craig, and I think they, your analogy um, is really well put and can explain, <laughs> you know, a lot of my college struggles um, with women. But I think in this case, um, so many mixed CDs. You know, like, we're the girl that you're smothering. Where it's like, I, I want to be part of this relationship, but like, you're absorbing all the energy in the room around it. Where it's like, I actually do like the lions, and I was walking around my place tonight, being like, what a fun interesting fascinating team to do what they went and did tonight but i was like but greg is going to be so gregarious gregarious about it that like there's no room for mark to i'll dial it down a notch and we're lucky here even if they don't become the team we, we still have dan campbell and these lines in our lives and they are That's a big true. value add to the nfl but i'll, I'll keep both of what you said in mind and uh <laughs> okay. and, and look for a path forward Fine. and while i am keeping my my mind open it's more just in general it's like is there a team of around the nfl out there for 2023 because you never force it but it you know there could be a team over the next you know couple of weeks uh this month really is where it's it's nomination season that we all collectively kind of gravitate toward maybe but the, lions the lions do the lions make more sense as a repeat offering than any organization um, that we've run into in a long time. So open minds and like just, but Greg, just remember, it's like if we're going to go on this journey, it's not you tugging Dan and I on, you know, um, studded leashes through a field. It's no. like we walk on the journey together. Like, I mean, that sounds like something you uh, you might like there, Mark. Yeah, but not with not not with you. <laughs> not with me holding the <laughs> leash. I got it. <laughs> Wait, what are you what are you precious boys going to do in week three when it's Lions v Falcons? 
Ooh, oh. that's fun. Ooh, that could be a team. A <laughs> yeah, team I think we, you know, there's, there's 30 you know other what? teams to still honestly, see this weekend. Honestly, Greg, if the Lions spank Geno next week and then <laughs> – Kick the hell out of your beloved Falcons. I am in. <laughs> so if they can start 3-0 and with those wins, with those dubs, you got my vote. Notable. I'll say it right now. All right. You got my All right. vote. All right. This but they got to do that. This is exciting. Anything less than that, I'm not going to – because I don't, I don't really like running it back. I like the idea of it being one and done. The sequel is never as good as the original. Mm. Well, Godfather 2 is probably better than the original. Ooh, there you go. Notably. But that's an outlier. Richer, deeper. This is kind of a sequel. Getting back uh, on the horn with you guys on Thursday nights. It's been a, been a couple of years since we did this. Yeah, nice. this was a big, big uh, day. Uh, for, And then we're going to it's going to be part of our rotation. We did three shows today. So we had the uh, preview episode of all the week one games that were not island games. Uh, that is available now for you. Obviously, this episode, which will uh, will have a Thursday night recap every week, and the NFL Plus uh, premiere of Around the NFL and NFL Plus, that is available probably by the time you hear this as well. So those of you with an NFL Plus subscription or international uh, fans that have Dazon, uh, go check that out. We had fun. That was good. I really enjoyed our NFL Plus premiere where we looked in the mirror i did as well i had the game i had it on i had like three screens going i got the u.s open i got one screen of the game on the big one and the other there was a lot going on but one of them's on the nfl plus game it's all happening Very i just nice. hope like you know our employer if you're if you're anyone attached to um like the hierarchy above us that um you know tracks what work we do we are working hard i mm. just please yeah. know it's that proof. understand it's proof it's proof and, the, you know, the trade-off for me is, like, every time I see Eric Edholm's name on the scroll for NFL Network and I <laughs> no, think, wow, he just had to write power rankings for eight more hours, <laughs> I think to myself, I like what I'm doing now. <laughs> everybody wins. Very fair. Uh, all right. Thank you to everybody uh, for following everything we do. Sincerely. That's pretty cool. You've given us a great life. All right, until Sunday, the flagship show. Heed the call. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.